Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Episode 116, you guys, flying along. Uh, shout outs going out to always my man Victor, uh, Combat Cardio Club. I, it's too many C's, man. Can't put all those words together right. But he's doing the damn thing, dude. He has turned that gym around. It is ridiculous. If you're in Grand Forks, you want to come in and learn some boxing, you want to get in shape, get your workout on. Uh, Hit me up, hit Victor up. Uh, it's the Old Forks Fighters building, and get in there, you guys. It's 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 fucking awesome. Uh, the other shout out, Progressive Martial Arts, always Ken and Josh. Josh just got his brown belt, dude. Fucking congratulations! I remember training with that kid when he was a little kid. Trained with Josh when he was a little kid, and he has put just he's dedication, man. He's so dedicated. And him and his dad, Ken, uh, have an amazing gym with progressive martial arts. And I can't be happier for both of them. So you guys want to get your jujitsu on, want to get your workout on. You want to be around an amazing, positive atmosphere, progressive martial arts in Grand Forks, uh, North Dakota. Academy of Combat Arts, if you're in Fargo, uh, find a gym, you guys. Whether you're out there doing martial arts, whether you want to get your workout on, you know, whatever you want to do, get out there, get in a gym if you don't got the money for it. Fucking go outside and throw some shit around. I don't know. Run up some hills. Go for a walk. <laughs> I've been super active lately. Uh, we're, I go into the podcast. We're, we're just, whenever a showing comes up for the house, I got to leave with the dogs. And I just take them on a walk or take them down the road and go fishing with them or, or do something. I'm still walking on the treadmill. I'm keeping myself fucking busy, you guys. Uh, there's a bunch coming this way podcast-wise uh, with Vic and the gym. And it's I'm excited for it, you guys. I got a brand new microphone. I talk about it at the end of the podcast, but I got two of them actually. Uh, they're relatively cheap. Had amazing reviews. So if you guys want to fucking send me some feedback, if you can, maybe you can't even tell the difference between this and the other mic. Uh, the other mic I have is actually a really good microphone, but it's a USB mic. So these the mics I got now are considered condensers, and they actually have uh, the XLR cords. I plug into an interface, and that plugs into the computer, and the sound quality is supposed to be so much better, and I've been wanting to get them for a long time, and I splurge, and I get into in the podcast, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, one more shout-out. I really have to. Uh, my buddy, Theo, and his buddy, uh, is it Stefan? What am I thinking? It's not Steven. Yeah, right? It's not Steven. Stefan. What am I going to do this for? How am I going to sit here and fucking blah, blah, blah? Okay. Anyway, my buddy Theo, uh, and I just, I thought I thought of his name again, you guys. I am fucking all over the place. Have a podcast. The good old Blasting Cast podcast. They're out of Minot, North Dakota. They're still doing podcasts. If you guys like fishing, uh, outdoors, uh, give them a listen if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, you guys. For real. Uh, thank you guys so much, and enjoy the podcast. I'm out. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm gonna be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Listening. Later. All right, here we go. Back at it. <laughs> I'm like, what are I going to start with? I don't even know. I seen my tattoo and got distracted. See these tattoos? Look at this. I was watching the video right now. I got like... Okay, so I went on Amazon and I bought... Uh, it was like six bucks for like ten sheets of temporary tattoos. 
uh, I don't know if you guys saw my last podcast, I had a unicorn on my neck, and we just, Robin just happened to come across this temporary tattoo that was in the house, and she's like, here, you can have it, or whatever, she was joking around, because it was a unicorn, and I'm like, okay, I put it on my neck, and I thought it was just funny and goofy or whatever, so I was just fucking around one night, and on Amazon, and I was like, I bought 10 sheets of temporary tattoos, some of them are pretty cool, some of them are pretty lame, uh, I think, like, the ones I got in right now, like, there's this anchor, it's fucking weird, uh, some spiders that are really cool, uh, but then there's, like, a sheet of big ones, I don't know if you guys saw my Facebook post, I have this eagle on my side or whatever, and, uh, there's, like, ten of those, like, of these really big ones, Robin put one on her thigh of, like, this Indian, uh, elephant god thing, and it's freaking cool, and they turn out really well. Like they almost, they don't look real because of the shininess they kind of have. But they are, uh, they're fun to fuck around with and stuff. And I have a mermaid on my neck right now. And not like Little Mermaid. I actually think it looks fucking really cool. <laughs> and I'm actually thinking about getting it for real. This is crazy, right? Like a mermaid, Dave? Like what is Little Mermaid? Fucking, you're thinking about little girls and girls like mermaids and this and that. If you look back, man, mermaids were ridiculous. Uh, obviously, they're not real. <laughs> I've explained that. Uh, the mythical creature of a mermaid was that they would seduce. They're very pretty. They would seduce like sailors and uh, shipmates and stuff. What, is, what would they be called? Sailors, right? Back in the day. Uh, people who rode on ships. Pirates, maybe even. Uh, they'd seduce them because they're out at sea for freaking however long. And they're all horny and shit. And they're just like... Hey, get in the water with me, and like jump in the water, and you know they don't see that they have a tail, and then they fucking drag them to the bottom of the ocean and drown them, eat them maybe? Do they eat them? Then it gets weird. But uh, so yeah, man, would that be weird? I don't know if you guys, I can't really, can't see if you guys can see it or not on the video. Uh, for those of you that listen to audio only, uh, just know that I put videos up on YouTube, Dave Helmbrecht on YouTube. And if you guys want to watch these, you guys want to watch the Batcast. Uh, the last Batcast went a little long. Uh, and I found like this random funny video. And it wasn't even funny. It was easy. I was trying to not laugh. And it was fucking pretty easy to not laugh. A lot of it was pretty stupid. Uh, I wanted it to be a surprise to me. So I didn't like uh, vent any videos or anything beforehand. Like I could have found a funnier video in, or whatever. But it was like... Or I could have did multiple takes. But I already went for fucking 20 minutes. And I was like... Whatever, but I got some fucking crazy ideas for some more day, uh, Batcast episodes. Uh, I don't maybe I'm not gonna tell you guys now. I don't want to have like a spoiler alert, but <laughs> and it's dumb. Like I don't even know how to like lead in lead up to it. Like if you guys watch the Batcast or you haven't seen my Batcast videos yet, I uh, there's always a reason why. Like I I watch videos of street fights, so if I'm you know I'm Batman, I need to see what the competition is. Uh, the Riddle one was pretty fucking bad. Uh, I was watching videos, or I was look. I looked up a bunch of riddles, and I practiced, and I was like, I'm gonna try to solve them. When the riddler comes at me with all these riddles, I'm, I'm, I won't be so distracted. Uh, random shit like that. But uh, the next ones are, I don't know how to build up to that, but it's like I have a really funny idea that I'm gonna do. Robin hates it. She's like, I'm not gonna be around you. I'm not gonna give it away. But. I don't know when I want to do it. It's an eating one, all right? I'll give you guys that. Like, I'm going to eat a lot of something, and I'm going to see how long it takes me. Um, Obviously, I can use editing and fast-forward it, so I'm not going to make it that long. I don't want them to be over five minutes. I feel like people's attention spans nowadays 
like something they can sit down on the shitter and watch for like a few minutes, you know, then like the same with the podcast. I try to keep it 30 minutes tops because I talk fast and I wouldn't want to listen to me talk for 30 minutes. But if you do, thank you. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for checking in on me, you guys. What's going on? We don't have any fosters right now. Uh, we listed our house for sale. I don't know if I brought that up on the last podcast or not. I don't know if I, we had gotten that far with this, but we dove headfirst into trying to sell our house and get into a new house. Uh, love living out of town, hate having to drive in all the time, not having a garage has been a big deal for me. I, uh, I love having a garage. I'm, I'm very handsy when it comes to mechanics, working on cars, working on my boat, uh, with the go-kart. Uh, I'd like to get a welder again and start welding and uh, making some metal art in my garage and things like that and just having a nice shop to work in. I haven't had that the entire time we've been here and it it, is just, I got to have a garage. I got to have a shop. Uh, The neighbors down the neighbors, the fucking (laughs) in-laws, Robin's sister and her husband have been really cool and let me use their shop from time to time and it's a really nice shop, but I got to have something of my own and that's a big thing for me. I love our house right now. I know it's a manufactured home. I know the two and a half acres we live on is it's like ungrowable. Like you can't grow trees or anything out here because of the soil. But I really like it. Now we've been we went and looked at a bunch of different houses so far, and it makes me like my house even more, man. Because like you'll find a house that'll have like a decent sized bedrooms and kind of what you're looking for, but then it'll have like a tiny bathroom. Or like we have the master bedroom here in this house and it is a ta- and has a, a humongous bathroom attached to it with a stand-up shower, a giant tub. It's not a jacuzzi tub and I'm okay with that. Um, a lot of I know a lot of people who've had jacuzzi tubs and they leak and have issues and there's a lot of maintenance to go with it. Or we got this big-ass tub and me and my sugar get real nasty in there. Okay, Friday reference, but... Uh, it's, it's so nice to have a big tub like that to just soak and chill. Uh, I'm not a big bath guy. I find baths kind of boring. Like I'll, I'll run myself like a really nice hot bath, Epsom salt, make myself feel better and this and that. If I'm, I'm being all achy and I've been in for like five minutes and I'm like, I'm fucking bored. So, (laughs) but you start to see like what we have isn't that bad. Yeah. It's a manufactured home and we don't have a garage. But the space, man, our house has a lot of space. Uh, the other two bedrooms are really decent size. Uh, I got my own, I got my podcast studio, my game room. Um, it's, it's my own little private spot. I really like it. Uh, I feel like this, having this little room, and I know you guys can't tell by the video, but it's really, uh, it's not big at all. But I feel like in today's age where people are working from home now, um, it, it, it makes for an awesome office. It makes for a great – it would make a great nursery and it would also make a really, uh, really good game room or podcast studio, right? So uh, our house is pretty appealing and we've had so much interest in it already. It's ridiculous. Uh, it is a seller's market right now, so there's a lot of people selling uh, and – there's not much under two hundred thousand dollars, so our listing ours for one twenty five makes it very affordable, and it's gotten a lot of interest. So I feel like selling's not going to be a problem. Getting into something that we like that fits us that is going to be, I think, going to be a lot harder than selling. Uh, some of the houses we looked at have been 
they've been okay. They've been terrible. Um, there's a house on Belmont for those of you not from Grand Forks or the area. It is like the nice section of town. Uh, all the houses there are actually really old, but they're really they're humongous and they're really nice. Uh, it got trashed by the flood in '97. A lot of them been rebuilt and redone or whatever. But uh, it is probably it's not the it's it's like the the uh, what would you call it? Uh, just it's 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 the nice it's the really nice part of town. I'm trying to think of what the hell that would be called. It's just it's antiquey, right? It's not the fucking expensive place in town. Like you go out south of Grand Forks, and there's some fuck, ha- there's half million million dollar houses out there. It's insanity. Uh, but all the houses around this house we looked at were like you know almost three hundred thousand dollar homes, and we could have got into this one for like one thirty. It's got foundation issues and it needs new shingles, and I just don't. We don't want. I mean, it could be a great investment. Fix the shingles, fix the foundation. Uh, had a lot of a lot of room. Uh, it was a really old timey looking house, which I think is pretty cool. Add some character, but it could be a money pit, man. It, it, but it could, you know, it. Or you could just fix what needs to be fixed, and it and it's good, and it the value goes way up, and it's a good investment. But uh, it's it's that's a really risky thing to do, you know. I don't want to. We don't want to get into a money pit. And it's like you're buying a new home. Do you want to have to freaking uh, fix all that shit right away? It's like it'd be nice just to get in and like, yeah, you're going to make the changes and do these things like that that make it your own or whatever. But like do you want to have to do that much shit right away? I don't know. So um, we were going to look at one today. Robin just texted me. We're actually going to look at tomorrow now. And from the pictures and everything about it looks – I like it already. Like it has a really big two stall garage, a fenced in yard. Um, the pictures can be very deceiving when you look at these houses <laughs> from like room size and how things are, are coordinated or, um, or the, like the way it's set up and stuff. But, uh, it, it's cool to get out and go into people's houses and look around and see, see what's out there. And, um, uh, it's kind of interesting having people come out here. So like when we have viewings, we had one today at 11, uh, I can't, uh, can't be here the dogs can't be here so i gotta load the dogs up and we go for a drive i go to emirato get put gas in the truck today uh, grab an energy drink and i went to the little turtle river behind the house and just do some fishing or whatever which the fish aren't biting there yet i caught a little northern last week maybe uh nothing's hitting on night crawlers and i've thrown a few other things uh twister tails some some spoons and stuff and st- I can't nothing's in there yet you know what I mean and maybe it's too early in the year still uh they either got to swim downstream from Turtle River or they got to swim upstream from the Red River to uh to get in where I'm fishing at so I'm going to keep trying it uh I'm all the, I'm going to go out there a couple times a week maybe until they start biting but weather's been shit man it was snowing on me while I was out there uh, today uh yesterday was cold and windy so it's been kind of shitty out. Uh, speaking of fishing, uh, me and Mike starting the 22 a day uh, outdoors to bring some, uh, some. I can never think of the word, man. Why can't I ever think of the word? Recognition. It's not recognition. That's a positive thing. But to bring attention to 22 veterans a day who kill themselves, you know, you know, and they struggle uh, with the battle uh, of being reprogrammed by the military, being uh and through a lot of trauma with shit you see through you know going to war even if it it, it isn't you know at, in war you know they might have experienced uh it's just a crazy lifestyle uh to be in the military and 
once you get out, it's it's really hard. And I think that the biggest thing I've had problems adjusting to is feeling relevant again. Uh, when you're in the military, whether you know you you feel relevant, you're part of the United States military. And for those of you that haven't been in the military or don't really look up to the military necessarily, there are people out there that, oh, you're in the military, big deal, whatever. It's like, okay, but uh, while you're in, man, they, they boost your confidence. You feel really good about yourself, like you're doing a service for your country. Uh, some people uh, go to war for this country, man, and they, you know, they their mental health pays the freaking, pays the, the price, you know what I mean? And brain fart i don't know where i was even going with it but 22 a day outdoors man uh you know and we want to take uh, veterans out fishing uh and uh we both love to fish we both love to talk we both it's therapy man and i can't wait uh to get it going uh the boat's fixed so my sister started a non-profit non-profit we started the non-profit dave my sister started a gofundme and uh it made, uh, I think, somewhere around 1300 bucks, which is awesome. And we took the boat in. We didn't know the extent of the uh, the gearbox damage. And it was actually just the lower unit. Um, had some gear issues, and they replaced the gears and the seal. And it's all fixed and ready to go now. And we don't have to buy another engine. Uh, getting another engine could have been cool because we could have, you know, it's only got a 40 horse on it, and it's rated up to a 90 you put a 90 on my tracker, dude, that thing would boogie. But uh, the thing is, you go out and you buy another, you buy a used motor, you never know what you're going to get, man. You might get a lemon too. And the Mariner that's on there now starts good, runs good, uh, just was having the gear issues. So wasn't going to reverse for a year and then uh, forward finally went out too. So got it fixed for a relatively decent price. And then the leftover stuff that's in the GoFundMe is going to go into the nonprofit and uh, go to some gear probably. Um, my boy Mike, dude, he's been doing so much. I'm so freaking uh, – I feel like a bum not helping as much as he's put into it. And it's just his – he is going off about it, and it's awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about it, and it's something I've wanted to do forever too. But some days I don't I don't have the motivation that you know what I mean that I to put into it like he has so he like just took off with it I'm, I procrastinate a lot and I just he took it he took off with it and we're gonna and we're gonna be doing it this summer and I'm so excited so uh, if you're a veteran or you guys know any veterans that want to go fishing with us uh, once we get the uh, we get website the YouTube channel uh, we'll create some content. Uh, we'll get it going, man, and then you guys can hit us up and uh, we'll take you out fishing. Uh, we'll primarily be here on the Red River uh, catching catfish and uh, whatever you can get into, man. Every kind of fish is on the Red River. That's what makes it so much fun. Oh, man. Uh, current events, dude. What's going on? Police shootings and stuff. Mass shootings going on. Uh, it's 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 crazy. And I it, the thing is, uh, I feel like this shit's always going on. I feel like the media just wants to share certain things and uh, and push certain agendas. Uh so I've been sitting here like, do, do, do these mass shootings happen all the time, and the media only shares certain ones when they're pushing gun control, or do these shootings only happen when there's gun control going on? I don't know, man. That's some conspiracy shit, you know. And I feel like if there was major mass shootings, like in Boulder, Colorado, now there's been the FedEx one. Uh, I feel like the media would share them no matter what agenda they're trying to push because it's it's they're trying to get eyes on them, and a, a mass shooting or any shooting brings attention to it you know so 
I don't know. It is really weird how when we start to push the gun control issue, uh, mass shootings start happening. I don't, I don't know what it is. You know, and I get, I dive deep sometimes, and I was like, the government paying somebody off, and I know I got into this on the last podcast, but government pays some dude off to go shoot some shit up just to make it look like guns are the problem. Criminals are always going to get guns, man. You can make it as hard as you want for people to get guns. Criminals aren't going to, they're not going to go get a background check. They're not going to register their gun. They're going to fucking buy one out of the some dude's trunk in an alleyway somewhere and go shoot some shit up. They don't care, man. How do you fix the mass shootings? I don't know. Other countries don't seem to have the problem with it, and they have a lot of gun control and stuff. And I don't know. I feel like our media, It's. I think the media just perpetuates all this hate and wants us to fight with each other. Gun control is just another dividing, another dividing tool. I don't know, you guys. Sad shit, right? Per- and I, one thing, so here's the, the main thing I wanted to talk about today. There's a ton of this stuff, dude. I like, I'm always thinking like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about that. And per, the, per, the perpetuation of hate is something that's really been on my mind a lot lately. And whether it is you grow up in a racist household with racist parents and, you know, they, they, they teach their kids that black people are thugs, they're criminals, they're lazy, they're not good people. Uh, white people are better. Uh, whether they're, you know, they don't like Mexicans or like they don't like anybody but white people. Uh, they're like real racists, you know, real true racists. I feel like the word racism has been really, it's like a spectrum now. And I mean, you, I know people, you, I know you can, you can, I, I feel like you can be racist at times, but not be a racist. A racist like hates every single person that, like if they don't like black people, they hate every black person they see. Like they, you know, they won't even, they don't take the time to even get to know one and be like, I have, you know, I hate all these black people except Mike, dude, my buddy Mike, he's cool. You know what I mean? I feel like they hate them all. Uh, they're probably fucking pussies and don't say it to their face or something. You know what I mean? Um, but what, so what I'm getting at is you, uh, grow up in a household that perpetuates hate, whether you're a white person, you're, you grew up in a white family and they don't like anybody who's, you know, not white or they don't, they hate, you know, your dad hated Mexicans or something. And he, you know, said shit all the time when you were a little kid, shit that you don't even understand that gets kind of, in, you know, embedded into your head a little bit. And you have these weird uh, prejudices as you grow up. And I mean, eventually I think a lot of people run into, uh, run into other other nation other races other nationalities other sexes other religions as they go through life and realize that these stereotypes that might have been drilled into them as children or you know when they were kids uh, isn't true uh, i think the internet is huge and helps with that like when i grew up there was no internet to get on there and see you know what was going on with different types of people all all throughout the world and 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 all of, all over our country i think that's what makes me you're like dave you talk about race a lot and it, it's just, it's, I'm interested in it. I'm interested in every culture, not necessarily the color of someone's skin. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm interested in, you know, if a white person that came from Russia, like I'm interested, uh, when we were in Puerto Rico, Saul and Rosie, uh, Danny and Andrea's friends, um, Saul was from, uh, oh man, I know, uh, Rosie was from Bolivia. Sorry. And uh, Lithuania, I think. So they're both like, it's interesting how they met each other in America and got married. And they're both from like these two different countries and stuff. And 
I, I asked tons of questions. I picked their brain. I love other cultures, other countries, like the way they do things, how they think. Like, I really like to pick people's brains. Um, sometimes I, like, I felt like if I asked too many questions to a black person or Mexican person, uh, they, I don't know what they, they, they get kind of suspicious. Like they're like, what is, what's, what are you asking all these questions for, man? Like, you can't, you know, if somebody has an accent and they're brown and you're like, where are you from? And they're just like, what makes you think I can't be from here? And they get a little defensive or whatever. And I get it, uh, but I don't get it. <laughs> so, uh, the perpetuating hate thing though. So from the white family, you know, having, uh, parents, grandparents, family members who are prejudiced, racist, uh, instilling these little things in you as a kid that you probably don't even know about, uh, a black family that, you know, talks about all fucking white people are, are, are out to get you or they're the man and they're bad. Um, any colored family telling them, telling their kids that, you know, uh, the police are the enemy, uh, that, you know, you sh don't fucking listen to the cops or don't freaking, you know, the cops are trying to, they're all evil and shit like that. Like, that can come from any color household. I'm not trying to, you know, I wasn't going to be like, the black household says that. Like, you have your fucking trashy-ass white people, too. Uh, you have your hillbillies, you have your fucking rednecks, you have white trash motherfuckers. Uh, every color has their fuck faces, you know what I'm saying? So, but what I, the big thing I'm trying to get at is perpetuating hate. Like we got to try to to stop it, and I think the media just makes it worse. And uh, there's a lot of great, amazing people out there of all races, all colors, all sexes, all religions. Uh, I feel I feel like with the information era we're in, podcasting, getting on the internet, you can learn a lot of things and realize that it's a very small percentage of people that hate on other people for the dumb ignorant shit. And you're super fucking ignorant if you if you hate all black people. How does that make any sense? It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh I feel like the only way you could really think that is if that hate was perpetuated into you, uh raised into you, you know what I mean? Um so I, I dude, I'm, it's, I'm all about letting these people just talk though. Uh, but then I, I say, here's the, I'm on the fence with this, the freedom of speech thing. Uh, let everybody talk. If you're fucking spewing some bullshit hate, anybody with some common fucking sense knows like they're, those people, let them fucking talk. They're just idiots and they're, nobody's going to like, and, what are they going to recruit other people to be, you know, in their fucking, in the, you know, their white supremacy, their KKK their fucking hate group. But then there are fucking people that are stupid and lonely and looking for some sort of belonging and they'll go to those groups or whatever, but fuck them. <laughs> if you, if you know somebody is racist, you can just, you know, or, or hateful, racist, whatever, prejudice, you don't gotta be a part of their life. Even if it's one of your family members, it's hard. Uh, you can try to fix people so much, but they're just going to be who they're going to be. You're never going to change somebody from hating other people. Uh, you can, uh, me, man, like there's dude lately with Facebook arguments I get in and all this other shit, I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'm going to worry about what's going on in my own backyard, in my own small circle and let everybody else fucking hate each other and argue about dumb shit. But then there's this part of me, like I talked about earlier, being in the military that I, I feel like I need a purpose and a belonging and I need to feel, um, I need to feel something. <laughs> I can't just sit back and watch the world burn when it's like I want 
I want to help in any way I can. So like doing this podcast, I can get on here and I can, I can give you guys my perspective on things, whether you think I'm a fucking idiot and you don't agree or you're like, or I, you know, I, I, some light bulbs go off while I'm talking. You don't have to agree with everything I have to say. That's fine. But maybe I can give you a, a, you know, a different perspective on things and you can, you know, alter yours or change yours, you know, to, or just get you thinking. I'm not trying to change anybody's perspective or change who you are or anything like that with this podcast, man. The number one goal of this podcast is just to uh, to record, to to video journal, to audio journal, um, the shit that's going on in my head. Uh, you guys are the lucky ones who get to. It's shit's free. You don't got to pay for it. Uh, you get to you know d- dive in with me into my thoughts and and my feelings. Uh, but a big thing is like for my family. My friends, my kids down the road in a thousand and a thousand years. I don't know about a thousand. In a hundred years, my great-great-grandkids get to sit down and watch this fucking video right here and be like, our fucking grandpa, they're either going to be like, he's super cool, he's super lame, or I don't know. You know, like, interesting. It's cool, man. I wish I could go back and I wish I had videos and audio tapes or anything of my grandpa's, grandma's, somebody just to see how, how they felt about things, you know? So that's my number one thing. Number two is entertain you guys a little bit, throw out some perspective, uh, not trying to change any minds, but maybe you guys, can, you know, can have some thoughts. Uh, anyway, you guys, a bunch, there's a bunch of shit coming this way, man. Uh, coming this way, coming your way. Uh, I mentioned to Victor, let's do this podcast thing at the gym. And I don't know if I can, you guys know Victor, he is a fucking go-getting machine, and he is, like, all about it. He's like, bring your podcast stuff in. Or he's like, you, when you come in tonight, let's talk about this podcast stuff. And he, I can fucking sit here and procrastinate all day about having guests on, uh, doing different things, and I'm branching out, you know, the, the backcast and some other content creating ideas. But victor is like he's putting me in a corner with this shit man like i'm we're doing it and i want to do it i'm so excited to do it uh will me and victor click as uh as a podcast duo i don't know we both our personalities are very uh uh we're extroverts really like we're both very outgoing and so it just depends we could really uh nullify each other and it could turn out really well uh we could or we could, it could be a fucking disaster. So you're going to find out. And uh, I hope it goes well. Uh, we have a lot of interesting people that come into the gym to train that could definitely sit down with us, chat with us. All of our fighter buddies, uh, Mana, Dre, um, Roman. We got so many guys that would be so much fun to sit down and bullshit with about fights, about whatever. And dude, speaking of fights, man, uh, there's the promotion thrill. Uh, is it thriller? Yeah, thriller promotion. I thought I was, I was gonna say thriller. It's thriller. Thriller promotions. They're the ones that did the uh, Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson fight, uh, and they just had an event. I don't know. I'm sure most people have heard about it. Uh, the Jake Paul and Ben Askren fight, uh, boxing match. Uh, Jake Paul being this YouTube celebrity, uh he's he can box don't get me wrong the guy can box for sure and he's got the money to pay for the trainers and i think he's got the time to be in there training uh i don't know how the fight came about but he picks a fight with ben Askren. 
Ben Askren, one of the greatest wrestlers to ever do MMA, uh, great grappler, uh, never known for his striking, and he's still not known for his striking. Uh, early when this all hit off, I watched him hit pads, and I was like, he's fucking doomed. Uh, here a few weeks ago, I saw a video of him hitting pads again, and I go, okay, my man, you know, he's an athlete. The dude's an Olympian. How many, how many times he won national champions? I don't know, in wrestling. Uh, 20 and 0 in MMA until he started getting beat. He, he's a legit athlete. And, uh, so I started, I seen him hitting these pads. I'm like, okay, my man, you know, my man's going to be able to, uh, he might do all right. And I was obviously cheering for him. Ben Askren, a wrestler. I'm a fucking wrestler, uh, MMA fighter. You know what I mean? He's, that's the team that I'm going to back for that fight. And, you know, I was worried. I really was, and I should have fucking been because he got fucking knocked out right away. There's a whole bunch of stupid controversy about he took he took a dive. Uh, just he got like over half a million dollars for this fight. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't. I don't think he took a dive. I think the ref stopped it a little early. Uh, he got blasted with a right right on the temple, fell down. Uh, he got up pretty quick, and he tried to do the standing eight count, and the ref said that he was still wobbly, so he called it off. And it was like right away, like 20-some seconds into the fight, maybe 30. And <laughs> stupid. I don't, I don't know. The whole fucking thing was stupid, though. Uh, Frank Mir um, fought uh, fuck Randall Cunningham, popped into my head, a fucking the Eagles quarterback from back in the 90s. Um, is it Steve Cunningham? used to be he was a championship boxer a legit boxer in his day hasn't boxed he's retired like four years ago and then you have frank mir was like a two-time ufc heavyweight champion known for his grappling but he's got hands too uh went all six rounds with this ex-champion boxer um i think cunningham took it kind of easy on him a little bit but it was it was cool watching him get in there and bang it out like that uh (laughs) oh my god the commentary on these fights you guys so during the Frank Mir one, Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar, if you guys don't know, if you're not into this boxing and fighting stuff, sorry. But Oscar De La Hoya, one of the greatest boxers of all time, uh, is there to do commentary during this fight. And he is, I don't think he could have been on any, I think he had all the cocaine in the world up his nose at this time. Like, that dude was so fucking coked out. And instead of doing commentary, like you're talking within the other, co- within the other commentators of what's happening in the fight, he's yelling at Frank Mir. Uh, trying to coach him and tell him what to do. He's promoting himself because he wants to fight on one of these things. I don't. Ugh, it was a fucking shit show. And you got Snoop Dogg, which I love Snoop Dogg, saying the dumb shit. They're talking about smoking weed. I can't think of the dude's name right now, but he's an actual boxing commentary legend. And he had to sit there with those guys throughout that whole fucking thing. And he would inject, interject some real commentary every once in a while. But oh my God, man, it was a fucking shit show. And then in between fights, there's like three or four fucking this artist would come up and sing and dance and fucking Justin Bieber, Doja Cat. Ice Cube was cool, man. I fucking fucks with Ice Cube. But it, it was fucking ridiculous, you guys. Snoop Dogg fucking rapped and sang a song or whatever you want to call it. It was a fucking circus. And I knew it was going to be anyway. It ain't like it's just people who tuned in and were like, this wasn't a fucking real, very good promotion or whatever. Dude, that's what they wanted. They They did their thing and they got paid. So, uh, I, I missed the fucking UFC fights on Saturday. I was way too balls deep into that stupid ass thriller stuff. It's, I spaced on it. I didn't even realize that, uh, the, uh, UFC fights, um, 
Calvin Gaslam and uh, I'm blanking it. Whitaker uh, was the main event on it. And uh, Whitaker is back in contention, man. I love Robert Whitaker. I would never count him out. Uh, all around amazing fighter. Man can wrestle. Man can strike. I, and he, I guess he outstriked Calvin Gaslam, which is a, he's a really good striker. So I feel like uh, Robert Whitaker's only his his kryptonite is Israel Adesanya, Stylebender. So I don't know if I want to see them guys see him fight again. I'd like to see uh, maybe Robert Whitaker take on a number one top contender, and then if he pulls that off, then he can. Uh, he can go ahead and uh, he can get another shot, you know. Maybe he just had a bad day the last time he fought, but he got starched by uh, Israel. Anyway, you guys, that's enough MMA talk. That's enough fight talk. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I've been thinking of okay, so nah, never mind, never mind. I'll save it for the next podcast. Now I gotta say it. So I have all these ideas for stand up bits, and I want to. I, I wanted to like come on here and like. I'm not doing the bit. So like that's the thing is my sister, other people have been like, do some of your stand-up stuff on your podcast. It's the hackiest fucking thing you can do. There's, I don't get to see anybody's reaction. I don't hear any laughs. It just doesn't work. But maybe I can bring up a premise and show you guys kind of how I break it down and how I can try to make it funny. And maybe in the moment I can make it funny and you guys laugh at it. But I'm not trying to be fucking funny. I'm not trying to be like some comedian a video comedian or anything like that. I know people were doing like zoom comedy stuff and legit comedians were like, I tried one and my God, it was a fucking disaster. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for all the support you give me, the shares, the likes, the comments, the listens, just listening, watching the video. It's huge. You guys, thank you so much. Uh, hit me up. Dave's podcast one at gmail.com. Dave Helmert on Facebook, Dave's Podcast on Facebook, Funny Welder on Instagram, Average Dad Memes, still make some memes every once in a while, check them out, share them if you think they're funny, like them, whatever. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, got a new microphone, I don't know if you guys can tell the audio or whatever, but I actually got two of them, I got an audio interface, these are analog mic- microphones with the XLR cords, and that's what the real fucking good podcasters do, the real good content creators do, and I took a little bit of money. And invested in myself. I don't got a lot. I don't got a lot. But I'm trying to invest it in myself. Uh, I fucked up and sold off my Dogecoin at like 9 cents. I had a decent amount of Dogecoin. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's one of the cryptocurrencies. It was created as a joke. And I had uh, a decent amount at 3 cents a coin. This shit's like 35 cents a coin right now. If I would have kept it, I would have banked at least. I would at least be up like I think... If I can remember right, I'd at least be up almost $400 right now. I made a little money off of it, but not, I made like 40 bucks. But that shit is, it's, uh, it's crazy now. And I'm sitting here wondering, it's like, when do I buy some more? Uh, it doesn't really have much of a, um, of a purpose. I know some, uh, there's some, I think there were some streaming sites or something that used it. They could tip with it and stuff, but I don't, uh, I don't know. I haven't done a lot of research, but Bitcoin's leveled off. The shit was up in the 60,000s. Now it's back down to 55. I got a decent amount of Bitcoin and I'm just kind of hovering, hovering with that. But I don't know much about stocks, man. My stockbroker is my brother, Richie. If you guys know my brother, Richie, he's making money. So I'm trying to listen to him and I do listen to him a lot about stuff. He'll tell, he'll give me hints and tips and stuff, but, uh, 
He's probably not the go-to guy, but he's doing good. So I'm just, it is what it is. Uh, if you guys out there are into stocks and you, you want to help me out and throw me some information and some ideas, I'm always down to listen to you guys. So I was going to end the podcast five fucking minutes ago. And I'm ending it right now. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for all your support. I love you. Later.